on the ninth night of Christmas my golf game gave to me. Excessive putter practice. Hello and welcome back to the Blind Shots podcast. After a little break, yes we're back. The three wise men got lost on the way to the baby in the manger, but they are working their way there. Today I want to talk quickly about how to be a better putter. No, this is not an instructive lesson for you. This is me just asking questions out loud into the ether and seeing what comes back at me. Um, I consider myself a pretty good putter, and I want to be a better putter. That may not be entirely accurate. I actually want to be an unbelievable putter. I want to be the best putter that I know. Is that a realistic goal? Probably not, but I want to make everything that I look at and... I'm not saying that's the standard I set, but that's what I'm aspiring to. So we're off to a good and realistic start already. Um, I'll freely admit I was talking to my pro the other day, and I'm to the point, uh, he has fixed my stroke to the point that I pretty much try to make everything I look at. I expect to make it. That wasn't always the case. That wasn't the case even so recently. I've had the yips within the last couple of years. I've had stretches where short putts were paralyzing, um, but he's got me kind of fixed mechanically that has freed me up and allowed me to um, really, you know, just kind of naturally, I want to make everything that I look at because everything looks makeable. Doesn't matter the distance. Doesn't matter the ground curve. Um, And it's one of those things. Putting seems different to me in golf. Like there are... The golf swing, a full golf swing, so many things have to go right for that to produce an optimal result. Like, you know, Hogan famously said that if anybody hits one dead straight is an accident. Even there's the maybe apocryphal story of him seeing uh, Mo Norman on the range, who was a Canadian golfer that hit it miraculously straight, unbelievably straight, and... Um, Hogan walking by, I've seen him on the range at some events, said, you just keep hitting those mistakes, Mo. Um, but a lot, so much has to happen. Like, you, very few people can just naturally walk up to a ball with a stick and hit it where they want it to without a lot of practice and a lot of work. Whereas I think putting is an exception to that. I think any idiot like me with a putter and sort of a few basic principles... You see the hole, you see the ball at your feet, get it there um, in as few strokes as possible. And if it's if it's already on the ground, you don't have to hit it in the air. You don't have to hit it. You don't have to put spin on it. Although you do. You do want a nice rolling top spin on a putt. Um, you ought to be able to hit it. Like mini golf appeals to me. Always did because I was like, well, that's something even I can do. Um, the problem being, so I want to be a better putter. I have I got putting lessons which have been incredibly productive um, over the years which I highly recommend even if if you have a golf pro or even if you don't um, get a short game lesson get a a putting lesson it it could do you wonders Um, but I want to be a better better putter I'm already kind of a range rat I practice more than I play and that's primarily a function of my schedule I can sneak in 20 30 45 minutes of practice be it swings or hitting in a short game area or doing you know some fitness or speed work um you know within the various kind of trend transition gaps in my day going from job place to job place or 
uh, gaps between work and kids and family and all of that or whatever. Just it's hard to fit in even nine holes sometimes with the amount of times that I have. But I think pro- probably what gets practiced the least is my putting. And that is because prolonged putting practice hurts. Just for whatever reason, how I'm made, um, putting practice hurts. I would like to practice more. I'd like to be able to do the drill upon drill upon drill that you see in magazines or on TV from or on YouTube from pros. Things to work on your speed and picking your line and reading and distance control and that sort of thing. But after about 15 or 20 minutes, it seems like my back just balks, just can't take it. And which is, again, fitting with golf is counterintuitive. The rotational force of an extra large bucket of balls for full swings, no problem. That's fine. I can power through that, deal with a little bit of soreness maybe later. 30 minutes of putting practice, kind of in the same posture, no chance. If I'm not taking breaks um, within a putting session to walk to a different part of the green or to take a break and go between kind of chipping from the, the closely mown areas or something, my lower back just says, nope, that's it. We're going to seize up. Can't have it happen. Um, you know, it's maybe it's bad posture. Um, maybe it's just my tight hamstrings that have uh, accumulated over the years. Whatever it is, there's a, a natural expiration on any putting session that doesn't apply to all of the other parts of my game improvement attempts. You know, breaking it up by walking around, it only helps so much. That may get me um, another another 15 minutes, but it seems like that's a diminishing return. Like every, the longer I stay, the more breaks I have to take and the less actual putting I get to do. So, you know, that's not great for focus. That's not great for kind of maybe ingraining things in my brain. Although maybe it is, maybe it's better. Um, you know, the, some of the best basketball teams I was ever on, we would stop from right in the middle of the scrimmage part of practice and shoot free throws. You know, what good was it to go cold at the end of practice when you're tired or at the very beginning and just practice when you weren't out of breath, you hadn't been exerting effort. So maybe it's better to, to come off of, you know, to hit some putts and then walk around uh, like for a few minutes like you would in between shots and then, you know, start putting again. But it's not great for the mental side, I think. Um, and any physical distraction is going to interfere with my brain. That's just how feebly minded I am. You know, the, Short game practice has so many different variables. There's so many problems to solve that it it keeps my interest um, longer. You know, hitting different wedge shots, high, low, with different wedges. I've got three wedges plus a pitching wedge, so I guess four wedges. Um, every once in a while, I'll sneak in some seven iron practice, something to chip from off the green with sand. Uh, sandy turf muddy turf long grass there's just so many different things that you can practice in short game chipping and pitching lob shots um that it's going to be i mean you can just move from one thing to the next and the brain kind of stays right there in that um right in that high velocity mode where i'm problem solving you get on a putting green and it's monotonous boy it is just the same thing over and over again i know 
there are tricks like you you do these drills and you do these games to kind of trick yourself into being interested blah 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 it really comes down to there's a ball at your feet you've got to hit it into the hole and if you don't if i don't do certain things um it's not going to work now it's just a couple of things like i said it's not like the full swing where i've got uh 18 different things that i have to have prepared and ingrained in the muscle memory to make it right but that just that lends itself to me wearing out mentally, and I think that it may be what's. Man, um, I get bored, and my body sends a signal to my legs, like, "Hey, give out! We need to do something different." Um, you know, and I guess it's my just natural inclination to want to to be competitive. Um, not being a better putter gets frustrating um, because it's a it's a technique thing like, like i've got the technique stuff well it, i've got the physical mechanics the physical techniques pretty much where i want them and now it's just a matter of i feel like it's an effort problem like if i'm if i can't concentrate and remember to do just those couple of things um then it's a real disappointment hitting bad putts may be worse other than getting off, not being able to get off the tee box some days um hitting bad putts is just so deflating uh, because I know that you're just I, I know that I'm just giving away shots whereas hitting a few wayward shots everybody most everybody I play with gets a little wayward off the tee now and then um, everybody's got a big miss everybody's got small misses but I don't know just thinking out loud of, of as a, we're approaching golf season and I'm sneaking away here uh, to go play some early season golf to knock a little bit of rust off the uh maybe that's my my new year's resolution is i've got to get and don't have to lose weight for losing weight's sake and i'm not gonna beef up and be on the long drive circuit anytime soon maybe i've just got to get in good enough shape and stay limber enough and do enough stretching that i can putt for extended periods of time maybe that's the answer it's certainly probably the cheapest easiest way to practice golf you know, just take a few balls over to pick a dome and or Kearney or even Man of War. They've got a big putting green facility. Just go with the balls and a club and hit balls, kind of ingrating the technique. Um, Lord knows it has a, a huge effect on the scorecard. When putts are dropping from middle distances, uh, golf is a great sport. There's especially competitive golf. If you're playing match play against somebody, there's, yeah, it's it's not great when whoever you're playing against is knocking it 15 20 30 yards past you off the tee and seeing someone hit one in there close in the middle of the green or near the flag is nice but boy you drain a putt that somebody doesn't expect you to make and that's that just adds a whole new dynamic uh, to the match it's one of the best feelings and one of the worst feelings in golf so uh maybe that's the what i've got to do is the uh is just figure out a way to sneak in more putting practice and it would help greatly if i could do it without hurting myself further so that's what i've got for you on this ninth edition uh the ninth night of golf christmas so be well have fun stay warm and i will talk to you some other time someone's a good putter golf just takes on a, a totally different dynamic um, 
I play with a couple of guys semi-regularly around here that are are really good players. Um, one, Andrew Struther, actually is now a professional, uh, seeking his fame, fortune, and opportunity uh, on golf's minor tours, working his way up the ladder, and a couple other guys here. And yes, they bomb the ball off the tee, and they almost never miss a green, and they hit it to the right spots, but seeing how cons- how often they consistently hit good putts is really um, that's the part I'm really jealous of because I don't have the physical tools to knock it 320 off the tee. That's just not, I'm, I'm starting my 45th lap around the sun today. And so unless the equipment makes some radical jumps or human growth hormone gets a whole lot better and a whole lot cheaper, that's not going to be in my arsenal. But watching a really good putter putt the ball with a, a stroke that isn't wayward, that doesn't get... The, the pendulum doesn't get out of order. It stays kind of on its intended line. That's really fun to watch. That's the, that's what I get jealous of because I think I try to rationalize in my head if I, would, if I just put in enough work, that could be me. I can't do the other stuff that they do, but I could do that. What a pleasant daydream. Honey, where's the Tylenol?